0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. As always, uh, we're here at the Local Hub Studios. Big shout out to Local Hub um, and everything they do for the podcast. Also, big shout out to our two other sponsors, uh, Express Yourself and Picnicked. More from them later. I even... That was seamless. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Today, I'm I'm sitting with my guest, Sarah K. Kramer, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say your last name? Yeah. Kramer. Kramer versus Kramer.
1: Kramer was, it's spelled differently, though. Oh. There's a silent E in there.
0: Gotcha. How's it going?
1: It's going great. It's going good. We, I know we were just talking as soon as I walked in about how it's been, you know, actually going, but... Yeah. We're doing great.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, I've been wanting to have you on the podcast for a while now. Uh, I like how you're, you're, like, looking through the... <laughs> If you want to bring it, maybe push I don't it wanna, this way. I wish I could look you, at you. You can push it this way okay, if you want. Okay. Push it. Oh, I yeah. can push can it down like it. this. Oh, here, here we, we go. go. Okay. Yeah, 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 Better?
1: Let me get a little bit more comfortable if we're going to be right. here for a while.
0: So, um, Sarah, you. you, we met actually at Lumatera's uh, Sip and Swap. Yes, shout, out, shout out to Lumatera. Um Shout
1: out to Lumitera Media.
0: Hannah and um, Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. I almost forgot her name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to them, them, them cool, cool girls. Uh, I was doing video there and I noticed your, you had like a table of like merch or something, um, and just pamphlets and pamphlets. Uh, now at the time I was kind of going through my breakdown, my, uh, what the hell am I doing? in, in mm-hmm. you know, in my life and yeah. I need a job. Yeah. Um, and I just graduated and have education. Literally, the thing we're the same thing we we're talking about before. Mm-hmm. But um, what were you there doing?
1: It's it's really funny because I was just talking about the story that I feel like I met you for a reason that day. Mm-hmm. And I'm basically I've known Hannah since college, and she started this media company where they are. Pretty much working for and with companies that try to make the world a better place, you know whether they're right. sustainable companies, people that care about um, health and wellness, you know stuff like that. And she allowed me to come there and have a booth um, set up, basically where I could talk about mental health and just hand out pamphlets and. You know, we did like a little bit of donations and stuff. You had people write down in the jar like wishes of that for them, for themso- uh, for right. other people and, you know, for the world and stuff like that. Yep. And basically it was just a really fun time where we were able to talk openly about mental health and, you know, exchange numbers with people and hand out resources and things like that and then you walked up and you were so interested and I remember that you weren't even there like as a guest you were there to help like you were yeah. filming and stuff <laughs> so then you came up and you were so interested and I remember being like oh my gosh I love that he's so genuinely interested and then we immediately clicked because we were talking about that we're both creatives and that we're both like interested in talking about this topic and like hey we should work together one day and then that was almost a year ago or actually a little more than a year ago Yeah. yeah. and you know, the pandemic happened, obviously, and we haven't been able to do as many projects as we were before, but um, I mean, yeah, I was supposed to meet you, I think, because I've been wanting to come on this podcast, too, and I saw you post again last week, and I was watching it, and I was like, you know what? Like, I wanna be on that. Yeah. Like, I wanna Hell sit yeah. and talk, because I have so many things that I feel like we are both really passionate about that we could talk about, and people would be interested.
0: Yeah. Maybe. So, I <laughs> maybe, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I I think I was more drawn to you guys because, uh, I did a thing where I was talking to each company, um, and we'll get into what you guys were promoting, but, uh, I, you were so your mom and yourself, you were so like natural on camera. And I was like, dude, what what do these people do? Thank you. You know? And (laughs) just
1: just your average girl. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it was more of like, a um, like we know what we're talking about and we like, we get it. I, there there are some people who are just good on camera but you know they're bullshitting and mm-hmm. you're just kind of like all right dude this is just your job uh whatever you took like acting lessons or whatever but yeah. for you guys it was like you just started talking and like kind of spilling your guts and i was like dude this is and that's crazy because at the time i think that's when i first started uh when was that like october november november mm-hmm. so i was like a month into antidepressants mm-hmm. and that morning i remember waking up just being like i don't think i should go i'm gonna cancel and i was like no do it no i'm gonna can't right no but Isn't that crazy? it's not
1: though it's not because i've almost done that i can't even tell you how many times i've done that and almost done that and the times that i've almost done it and i've gone i have great things have happened to me yeah. and i'm like oh imagine if i gave in to the fear today and i didn't get up and i like wanted to stay in bed but right. i no, i just find that i I sound more genuine and authentic when I'm talking about things that I'm passionate about. And like, for me, this isn't a job. You know, it's like, like I feel like I was born to do this and talk about these things because, by by the way, backstory, you guys don't even know anything about me. My name is Sarah. (laughs) Um, I was like, we're gonna get into it. Sorry, yeah, okay. My name is Sarah and I have known Felix for like a year now and um, I founded a nonprofit for mental health awareness in the beginning of last year, which is my pride and joy. And I founded it with my mom What's it and called? it's called three, six, five letters, letters for from mom, mom. but three, six, five for short, because I feel like Three Hundred Sixty Five letters from mom is yeah. so long, yeah. <laughs> especially when I'm telling people my email, I almost have to, I spell it all out. It takes like five minutes. Oh, God. I've been talking about that lately. Really? i to have to shorten that, <laughs> but Yeah, it's 365 for short because mental health is 365 days of the year. There are no breaks. And I just feel like we need to talk more openly and honestly about, you know, this topic, especially in your homes. It's hard. And now during the pandemic, I've seen that people are having a really hard time. And people that didn't have a hard time before are now having a hard time and they're confused. Yeah. They're like, what is happening to me? Why do I feel like this? They don't understand the difference between sadness and depression because mm-hmm. they've never had that episode before. You know, it's all brand new. And I feel like we, you know, as a society tend to not want to talk about it as much because either we feel embarrassed or weak, especially men. Like men don't like to talk about it, so kudos to you for talking yeah. about it very openly and honestly. Thank you. We could talk about <laughs> antidepressants all day. I'm, I'm a therapy junkie.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about therapy. <laughs> therapy is
1: so healthy. Therapy is cool. If you've never tried it, I suggest that you do.
0: Oh, I I suggest mm-hmm. it to everyone. Even if you feel like, oh well, I'm you know you're having a good day or whatever, but yeah. there's always something that like maybe you had a rough day at work and you're like man I want to really talk about this like Mm -hmm. don't like hold everything in um but let me go back to 365 uh 365 mafia that you should call them your uh, your fans that when you start your podcast 365 mafia
1: I know I've been saying I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time I've come out only on my Instagram stories to speak like open and um people message me and they ask me, Oh, are you gonna start your channel? Like I, I like hearing you talk and it makes me feel good and yeah. it makes me like, Oh, okay, yeah, maybe I should and then I haven't done it, but this is my first step coming on here because I you know, I'm really anxious just in general, so yeah. it's hard for me to do stuff like this, but I'm trying to come out of my shell. Like I'm I'm a little shaky right now, but Really? Yeah, a little, but that's why I have a beer in my hand.
0: (laughs) More mango cart. Um, So don't sponsor. (laughs) uh, That's right. More uh, beep. Uh, So how did how did three six five start? How did uh, give us kind of a a tour into the mind of of Sarah and where kind of everything started? I know your mom also said that she dealt with some stuff, Um, but let's let's start with you before we talk
1: about this forever.
0: That's why we're here. We got time. Um,
1: I, I mean, the way that it really started is I, I knew that something was always kind of off in my brain since I was like a kid, like really young. You know, I was different than my friends. I was more emotional, more sensitive, more um, just more in tune with myself and with others. And I was just very cautious about what I would say to people because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And, you know, I would be very... um like expressive if somebody hurt my feelings. And I think that a lot of people were just taught to kind of like, oh, brush that off. But I was just, I feel things so deeply. And you know, when you're like that already as a kid, it just like, it's like you're wearing a sign on your back that you're sensitive, you know, for your whole life. Like, I mean, still to this day, even I'm just known as the sensitive one, but I mean, I've learned to embrace it, you know, because I feel like it makes me a better human. Um, because I, I'm just one of those people that wouldn't do anything to anybody else that I wouldn't want done to me. And I, you know, I practice that every single day, but I know now as an adult, it's because I have, you know, such bad anxiety. And um, I mean, I'm bipolar as well. So I'm bipolar and I have um, clinical depression and um, anxiety disorder, Wow, which is kind of a lot, yeah, yeah I know I know, but <laughs> to me, I mean, it's just normal because it's just who I am. So, like yeah. I don't feel you know now that I know that and I'm aware, and you know i I just i th- I feel like when you know more about something, it scares you less. So it you know, I read about things, i I want to do the research, I want to listen to the podcast, I want. to. Um, you know, read the studies and stuff because I want to know more about my brain and the way that it works and what makes me special. And I don't want to look at it as a bad thing, you know? Right. So, but I always knew something was kind of off when I was young. Like, um, I remember that the first week of um, middle school or I think it was middle school or high school, I couldn't go because I was so anxious to start a new school with new friends. I locked myself in my bathroom for a whole week. And my mom was like trying to bang down the door because she's like, you have to go to school. And to her, you know, she was raised in a home where you didn't talk about mental health. So like with her, she has what I have and she dealt with it a completely different way. So when she was raising me, I feel like I was raised almost by, by two different versions of her because the first half was like what she was taught, which was, you know, we don't talk about that. You know, don't let it bother you. Just brush it off, You're get just up. Sad. You're yeah, just fine, you need to just get yeah. up and go, like stop being, you know, a baby, I guess. Um, and then when she realized that that's just not what you should be doing, because that's not, you know, what she wanted to have done to her, she totally just was like, we need to change this in our home. And we did. And then, you know, fast forward a bunch of years, she's just so in tune as well. And like, wants to help me and help herself and help others that her and I decided to, um, found a nonprofit and basically eventually write a book. Which would be like two generations talking about how we can stop this cycle of, you know, um, the stigma, basically, like within your home and in your family. Right. I, you know, kids are just, they only know what you teach them and what they feel. And, you know, I remember when I was super young that I was so scared to talk about feeling anxiety. And especially with her, even though it was weird because she understands like more than anyone. Yeah. And now, you know, fast forward, here we are. I couldn't be any closer with her. And, you know, we just, it's nice basically to have support is what I mean. And yeah, that's how 365 came about. We were like, oh, we gotta help other people make the switch in their home because we did. And it's like gotten us in a way better spot. So,
0: so I have I have two things I want to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying. I also kind of grew up as kind of a scared, anxious kid. Mm-hmm. I had some things in my life also that kinda of came up out of nowhere and
1: well, trauma I, too. Yeah. Is a huge thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: Little a little bit of trauma. And I didn't know, even
1: You don't even know it's trauma until you're older and then it, you're like,
0: Exactly. Wow. Even to this day, I like have
1: PTSD from that.
0: Yeah. And I was like I didn't even think of I thought it was just something that happened. And then yeah. one time we were talking about it and uh my mom brought it up and she was like, Yeah, that was a, a rough time in our lives and I was just like I started crying. I was like what the hell? Because he was was like, validating. What the- yeah. And I was like, dude, that actually affected me. And then mm-hmm. I thought about like, oh my God. And then I was always nervous and like, I was always crying. Same thing. I was a sensitive kid. And then my family, like extended family would like my uncles and stuff. Cause I'm Mexican. So they would call me gay and stuff and mm-hmm. just make me feel like, because and then they
1: mean it as like you're sensitive you're being like girly like whatever it is yeah Yeah. but it hurts you you more than you than people think you know because especially the people like us that know we're sensitive and like don't want to show that we're sensitive then people point it out it's like okay well there's more things about me than just being sensitive
0: exactly um so yeah growing up it was just like oh he's crying again yeah Uh, this gay kid crying again and i was just like "Mm," you know stop yeah um Mm -hmm. But also you said that now that you know more about your brain and like what's going on, you kind of, for for me, it's the same thing for me. I started going to therapy. I kind of learned about myself a little bit more. I kind of go through those manic stages where I'm just like, I'm like, I'm on a high and then I'm on a oh, super yeah. low and then yeah. I'm just kind of like, like antsy and then I'm like, mm, I'm gonna, you know, but then I know that's happening. So I'm like, okay, I gotta take a step back. Mm-hmm. I gotta take it easy. Um, You have to check yourself. Yeah, usually what I do is like I'll have, I'll feel it and I'll be like, okay, I have to kind of not separate myself from the world, but just kind of take a step back, work out more, um, find different outlets to get that kind of antsy feeling, um, kind of put my energy towards something positive otherwise i'll start yeah,
1: it's nervous energy like yeah you gotta start, like, get it out
0: if you start drinking mm-hmm. then you're like you're screwed you're like let's party baby. well i had a hard time
1: with that though as like a teenager because i was extra socially drinking because oh. i was so nervous to be in social yep. settings that i was drinking and drinking and drinking too much and yep. then at the you know i would get sick and i would be like oh why does this happen to me and it's because i I had to have a drink in my hand because I'm so anxious. I'm like, okay, I need to kill the nerves, you know? Yeah.
0: And That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that would get, so I would advise you not to do that. Or if you see yourself doing that, you know. <laughs> 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 Except for right now. We feel great right now.
0: No, no. no I, I always talk about it. Um, for me, alcohol now is breaking bread with someone and, you know, let's have one beer. You got to find it, a
1: middle. Absolutely. I mean, no, I don't get me wrong. I still go out and have a great time. I mean, but yeah, it's... Yeah. I know that if I'm feeling anxious, I actually won't have a drink yeah. because it makes it worse. Yep. So it's just like one of those things where it's like I have to know myself, know the mood, read the room.
0: Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's uh. Well, it feels like I'm uh, I'm talking to myself. Um, <laughs> you are. That's we're, we're, here. Yeah. host <laughs> we're, we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and we'll be right back. What was high school like for you? Whoops. Because I, I feel like sorry. Before you go, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, high school is weird because. Your body's obviously going through a bunch of changes. Your brain's going through a bunch of changes. You have those. Some people have the. Myself have the uh, chemical imbalances, um, and you're already like you're horned up all the time. You're angry all the time. Mm-hmm. You're sad all the time. Just because you you're feel a teenager, everything
1: intensely. What's that? You feel everything intensely. Yeah, exactly. Already? It's
0: like a, yeah, it's like it's like tenfold. Yeah. So at least that's what I went through. How was it for you?
1: Honestly, I you could not pay me any amount of money to go back to high school. And (laughs) some people are so surprised when they hear me say that because they're like, Oh, high school was the best. Like I just, everybody had such a different experience that half of the people would go back and half of them would be like, Oh my God, hell no. You know, I'll Mm -hmm. never go. And I'm one of those people because I didn't like high school at all. And I think that, it was my own fault because I, that was like the hardest time for me in that age. You know, it, it was like 14 to 17, was me, because I graduated at 17. So I was like 13 to 17. Those were my hardest years. At, yeah. How old are you? I'm 24. Or no, I lied. I'm 25. <laughs> oh, 17.
0: Okay,
1: I'm 25. I graduated okay. in 2013. Oh, at I... 17.
0: Oh, I thought you said I graduated in 2017. I was like, Wait.
1: <laughs> Did I say that? Oh, okay. No, I meant. Okay, I'm sorry. maybe cut this whole thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Okay, you graduated in 2013. We're the same age. Yeah. You're, okay, I graduated you're in 25 2013. Now. Okay.
1: I feel like from 13 to 17, it was so hard for me, and I, I just was dreading waking up and going to school. I didn't want to be around that many people. Yeah. I felt like I didn't have like a solid group of friends, and I always kind of felt like really misunderstood even Were you a though kind like of you'd float around everywhere? well kind of but that's just because you know your group dynamic would change when things would happen so like yes dude so like no because okay i because i because <laughs> i had one boyfriend basically in high school right for like all four years and then when we broke up i like lost my friends so i kind of hung out no but it's okay because the friends I ended up hanging out with are still my friends now okay so the friend group that I gravitated towards when I was a senior when I didn't really like have that many friends because I was you know just kind of doing other things throughout the other four years I started hanging out with a group that I still hang out with to this day and those are like my solid friends and I'm grateful for it and I know that and it and just goes to show you that everything that happens, happens for a reason. And I was always meant to find those people, you know, so like a hard time in my life where I didn't really feel like I fit in anywhere. It led me to the people that I, you know, I'm still friends with to this day. Like my best friend, I became way closer with her that year and she just had a baby. Shout out to her. What's her name? Her name is Amanda. I have like a hundred friends named Amanda.
0: to shout out to all the Amandas, you know. All the Amandas. Yeah. One of them's
1: a nurse. One of them is. Two of them are moms. Healthcare now. hero. She is a healthcare hero. If she heard me talking about her like this, she'd be like, "Please stop talking." <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you don't know what Amanda it's her is. It's birthday so. yesterday too. Oh, there you go. Her name is Amanda. Twenty-six She's like, years old.
1: No, she turned twenty-five. Twenty-five. I know I'm the oldest. That's why, because I'm. I'm the wisest. They choose to hang out with me.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That's yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) But I just, you know, and then the same thing after high school. I mean, I didn't really like it. One, because I felt like I didn't really have that many friends that um I could really count on. I felt um, you know, just kinda like I didn't fit in anywhere. I I really liked school, but I didn't like going to school because I had a really hard time sitting in class because I am like a nervous person and I have anxiety. I don't like being called on. I um, didn't like standing up and giving presentations. I would like fake sick. It just, it was, yeah, it was like those wow. things. I just am a, I'm a better solo student. And like, I know that and yep. it's okay. And you know, when you get to college, if anybody's listening, that's in high school and that's hard for you when you get to college and you, know, you can choose to do your classes online like I did and. Um, if you have presentations and honestly, people like on they I said, honestly, people like honesty. Yeah. <laughs> if you email your professors and you're like, Hey, I have, I've done this. I have really bad anxiety. It's hard for me to stand up and blah, blah, blah. They've let me do my presentation by myself after everybody leaves in front of them oh, because cool. they want you to succeed. You just, when people don't know what's going on, you know, it's like, I just have learned over the years that you need to be honest about how you're feeling and all that but yeah so college was kind of difficult but it got easier as the years go by and now that I'm an adult and I am not like afraid at all to talk about any of this stuff yeah it just doesn't feel the same you know
0: what do you think are some of your triggers
1: oh I have so many
0: like mine are people really minor mine, oh, yeah. mine are like life changes um, mm. even though that's gotten a little bit better that's well, normal yeah very normal yeah oh yeah people and have talk- a hard
1: time adjusting to change especially big changes like moving or divorced oh, we're, we're
0: just talking about that how covid was like very people's kind of worlds just kind of turned and people are like depressed and they're like i've never felt like this before it's like dude your life has completely changed overnight
1: there it's really sad because I wanted to look up this. I want to look up this quote so I don't get it wrong or the stat. Um, But I think it's like 90% of child sexual abuse cases are up, 80% of domestic violence, violence, 30% of um, rehabilitation, like for people with drug abuse. And I can't remember the specific statistics, so I'm not going to say the number, but it's a pretty large amount of people that are relapsing. So people that are sober. during the pandemic, during quarantine, you know, a lot of people relapse, which I totally understand because it's hard. You're alone. You know, I, I mean, I get that, you know, yeah. people are, they want to be like drinking more, doing, you know, whatever drugs that they choose to do when you're locked in a house by yourself. You know, it seems like that's really all there is to do at that time. So anyway. it's rough.
0: That's rough. No, um, it really
1: is. But that's exactly why you have to reach out for support.
0: So what are, what are your, some of your triggers? So you said people,
1: people,
0: just groups of people.
1: I, well, I, yeah, because I liked, I find myself the older I'm getting. I like to be alone more because I noticed, and that's not necessarily a good thing, but it's because it's when I feel the safest. Right. And I think that, um, you know, now that I realize that I'm trying to make more of an effort to go out and be social, even when I am feeling anxious, because I don't want other people to make that decision for me, you Mm -hmm. know, if I'm going to, like, go out or not or whatever. Um, When I say people, I, I, yes, I mean, like, large crowds, which we haven't really had to worry about that now, but just people in general, like, when people say things, I... Um, sometimes if I'm in that, that mood, like I'll have a tendency to overthink like what that person's saying, or if they ask me a question and I answer and I'm like, wait, was that the answer I wanted to give? And then I'll like social anxiety. Yeah. And then I'll be like thinking about it for a minute and I'll almost like miss what they're saying. And you know, that just like causes me a lot of anxiety that I'll think about that before I even go. And I'm like, do I want to go? Yeah. So it's just, you have to just get out of your head and stop even thinking like that and practice positive. You know, self-talk and affirmations where I'm like, no, I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to have a great time. I'm going to, you know, go and talk about this. I'm going to enjoy myself. And if I don't want to be there, I can go home. Yep. You know, so I just had to learn to talk to myself like that. Um, other triggers, memories for me. Um, you know, I have, I have had a lot of trauma too. And sometimes like, um, I, 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 it happens more when I'm falling asleep now. Where I was just gonna talk about that. When I'm falling asleep, sometimes I'll get almost like flashback memories of things that were really traumatic for me. And it's almost like I have to relive it before I go to sleep. Like I tell myself, okay, let's go through it and see if we did everything right the time that we did it. And then I'm like, this is such a negative way to think. And then I keep myself up for hours and basically just telling you guys all the unhealthy things that, well, <laughs> because I feel like it's real, you know, yeah. like this happens to all of us, whether we want to admit it or not, you know, you could be in like, like the happiest, like right now, I, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life, the most self like secure I feel, and you know, just all those things, but it's like, I still have moments when like, same thing, like I'm falling asleep and I'll get, you know, a flashback of something and I'm like, why am I thinking about this? And I have to calm myself down and like tell myself that we're in the present, yeah. and I am safe, and I'm okay, you know? You don't have to like relive those things. And also, I find that I tend to replay memories like a story where I'm inferior. So like I'll remember things as if I'm in the wrong all the time, and I put other people up like on pedestals, you know? Yeah, and it's right. like, what's the narrative of that story? Like who's telling this story? Mm-hmm. Like why am I telling it as if I'm not the superior one or like the one that like learned from that, you know? Yeah. So I have to remind myself.
0: So even sometimes when you're, you might be in the right, you're just like, man, I, you know what, but I did screw up. You almost, you almost kind of talk to yourself. Like I I recently (laughs) had kind of a, um, not a run in, but um, a moment with, with some friends where I was, I was a little upset at something and I thought about it after. And I was like, why am I upset? You know why I had a reason to be upset.
1: Yeah, you don't want to like um, not validate your own And feelings. Yeah, I just,
0: I was just like, man, I'm a dick. <laughs> and then, and that's another thing when I was going to bed. There's that that meme. You
1: have to do self reflecting though. Yeah. You have to because you can't constantly be like, oh, you did this, you did this, you did. Like, what about you know? You have to look at situations like, what could I have done better? Right. You know, because sometimes that is the missing piece is what you could have done better. Yeah. It's not always the other person.
0: But then also sometimes you fixate on. That well, I could have been better and I could have said that differently. And I, oh no, you you gotta forgive yourself and let go. Yeah, it's, it's man, the brain is, is, is crazy. I feel like you, you kind of think the way I think, but like tenfold. Cause I, I sometimes sit there and, and uh, I think like, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Or like, did I say the right thing? Yeah. And like, even driving home from, and this happens a lot less than it used to, but when I was not on antidepressants, I would like, I would go out to like pint night or something and I would say something funny and people would laugh and then i would see one person like not laugh and then i would just brush it off but then i'd be driving home and be like why did that person laugh Did mm-hmm. i find them and then i text them and be like hey is everything okay <laughs> hey do you oh hate me oh my gosh like, <laughs> i've done that.
1: dude i do that and no not anymore i have so these bad. are by the way all of these things i'm saying are like the most extreme things that right. i have done and do this isn't like an everyday thing for me but i mean yeah it's very normal it's completely yeah. normal except for people that just don't overthink like that like i have friends that and then you'll be like oh uh, you know are is everything okay between us because you react like this and they're like what are you talking about they have no exactly. idea because they're not even thinking about it you're the only one thinking about it
0: look man i'm so sorry i blew it and they're like, <laughs> and they're <"Ble> like what?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like no nah, man i thought we were all good i was gonna see you next week oh, yeah, or, exactly no it's it's. they're like normal. i was thinking about
0: spaceships or something and i'm like i know oh. yeah.
1: That's why you can't think too much about it because most of the time you're the only one thinking about it. So honestly, my biggest thing is write it down. You have to journal. Journal. If I if you could walk away from this pod walk away from this podcast, (laughs) if you could get anything out of this entire podcast, it would be to try journaling. It yeah. has saved my life, I'm not kidding. So many people tell me that that has worked for them. If you're gonna try anything, just try that. You don't ha- No one has to read it, you know, you can just keep it in a secret place. At the end of every night, you just write down like some thoughts, you know, like how did you feel today? What could you have done, you know, to maybe have had a better day? What are you grateful for? What are you looking forward to for tomorrow? Just little things like that, you know, these exercises in your brain, like, when you start doing things every day it becomes a habit you know and then it becomes like a part of your character
0: what is it 30 days it takes 30 days or something to to build an actual habit or something oh i
1: thought it was three weeks maybe it is 30 days though isn't i thought it was three weeks to break a habit i used to know that because i used to be a really bad nail biter i used to bite my nails your anxiety with (gasps) tea huh I stopped, well, I completely go. stopped. They're very long, you can't see, yeah. but they're the longest ever now. And I used to bite them like insanely. And I told myself one day, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like I cannot bite my nails. Like I'm a grown woman. I need to have like, you know, just such a nervous habit and it's a terrible habit. Yeah, I see But that anyway, I, a kid. I stopped, yeah. but I looked it up and it said it was gonna take three weeks. And I remember being like, oh, three weeks is so long. Damn. And now I want to say it's been probably a year.
0: Since you bit your nails?
1: Mm-hmm. That's good.
0: Damn. Life so that was like shit. recent, yeah. huh?
1: Yeah. No, my whole life I would buy my nails. It was just my nervous habit. That would always be what I would do. That's crazy. It's a really nasty habit. Yeah. You it's... can get like,
0: you can get a pretty bad infection from it. Ugh. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, don't, if, worry, if, don't, if, don't yeah. worry, guys, I'm <laughs> infection free. My,
1: my hands are pretty now. <laughs> um, I look like an actual girl.
0: <laughs> so before this, we were talking about, you had a little bit of a breakdown mm. about work and Ugh. you're an educated woman. Um, Again, you pretty much sounded like me.
1: I'm so out of context. I, <laughs> <laughs> an educated woman. I
0: know. Um, So I actually, I've spoken about this where, this is why I'm where I am is because no one would hire me, which is crazy. <laughs> okay.
1: You, you don't have to wait for anybody to hire you because you yeah. can hire you. And I have had an entrepreneur mindset since I was a teenager. I tried building my own multimedia company at 15 years old. It failed but Mm -hmm. that's okay because you have to fail in order to grow and And let anybody tell you different. Yeah, and I was 15. And it's just like, I, yesterday I, yeah, I came in here and I told him that I had a little breakdown yesterday because, and I didn't even know if I was gonna talk about it, but I totally should talk about it because it's just the normal way of life right now. And you know, I've been out of a job for a while, which has been super difficult and you know what i was telling him is like i have you know degrees i have experience i have passion drive you know i am committed i i want to work and like i'm excited to work and i take you know (laughs) (laughs) oops sorry this is not (laughs) your everyday podcast cheers but it was just like i you know i had a little (laughs) breakdown yesterday because i was getting really overwhelmed with you know, I'm getting married. I'm trying to buy a house. I, you know, want to start a family in a few years. And it's like all of those things are really heavy as is and not working and, you know, trying to start businesses and see, if, you know, if I can get something to stick. It's just been a lot and it's been super overwhelming. And, you know, just because I talk super openly about mental health doesn't mean that I don't struggle. So, you know, I had to get a couple tears out because you sometimes you just got to cry. Yeah. And I felt yeah, like I hadn't had a good cry in a long time. And it's just like all. And and then like my car wasn't work. It was like all in one day. Oh, it was like my car day. stopped working yeah. and I had to take it in. It was so crazy. I have one of those cars that do that like um, automatic start stop. Do you know what I'm talking about? So like when you roll up to a light yeah, when you and stop. you stop, it like idles the car, yeah. which a lot of people hate, but I kind of like it because it goes, saves <coughs> gas. Well, yeah. It like Yeah. And then you like press on the gas again and it starts back up. So now mine's not starting back up. So like at stoplights, it completely turns off and I have to put it in park and turn oh off, the, off the keys and turn on the keys. Apparently it was just a problem with the battery, but of course the battery I have is like stupid expensive and yeah. I can't get any other battery because apparently it will like short out that stop start system. So the guy calls me yesterday and like gives me a fat bill and I'm just like, ugh. So that was Another just like- Another thing to worry about. That icing on the cake, yeah. So then I just had to have a good cry because I'm like, this is insane. You know, like I, I have applied- for so many jobs and been on so many interviews. And this is just for anybody that's in the same boat as me. There's nothing wrong with you if nobody has hired you because I know for a fact that I am a catch and I know I'm a good worker. No, I'm serious, it's like I have to tell myself this, but I've been rejected in this year probably like 30 to 40 times, like I'm not even joking. So it's, but I can't let that get to me, you know, and you can't let it get to you either because like that job is just not meant for you. And the right job is gonna to come to you and your catch and you know, just because somebody doesn't wanna hire you doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It's just people are looking for specific things, you know, you offer specific things. It just has to be a right yeah. match on both sides.
0: So I actually heard something about because you and I are millennials, we're on the cutoff, I believe.
1: Right um, on the cusp, yeah.
0: And this kind of I I did a little reflection on myself because you, you sound just like me uh, two years ago, a year mm-hmm. ago. It was like, dude, I have experience, I have, like what the hell, why did I go to college, why did I, and you start thinking about yeah. everything, like rethinking everything, but um, I heard something once, and I don't remember where it was, or maybe I read it, but it talked about how we are a little privileged, and we kind of have that sense of entitlement of we did things right we went to college mm. what the hell mm-hmm. why aren't, why isn't the universe giving me things why isn't you know why aren't i getting hired um and i almost had to check myself when i read that or heard that i don't, I don't remember no, where I heard that's,
1: you're right but, no that's um, very true
0: like i'm not i'm not sitting here like you're privileged no calling no no, out. no, but, no um, i
1: fully believe that people are privileged as am i and you know it's you need to be aware of it and yeah. like no you're right totally it just because i did do all of that stuff doesn't mean that somebody has to give me a job you right know?
0: that's and, that double-edged sword where you're like you kind of have to tell yourself all right dude chill but right. then it's also like
1: but like you know yeah. I'm, fucking, I'm a catch. like i have to be patient <laughs> yeah but like you know yeah like i wish it was happening now i just know that everything happens for a reason i have to have faith yeah. if you do you know the right thing will come along it'll be fine it'll be okay or you
0: could just start a podcast I know, but <laughs> easiest way, but oh, um, yeah. Follow that's... me on Instagram if you would uh, <laughs> listen to my podcast
1: <laughs> um, at Sarah underscore Kramer.
0: I I had I had that uh kind of why would people want to listen to me? I had that uh kind of self doubt that why well, would I start a podcast? It was like I want to do it, but I really don't want to. And that was when I was looking at life kind of in a pessimistic way of like. No one's hired me, so no one likes me. I, you know, I'm a loser. I don't have a job. Yeah. Still living at home. Like, yeah. and I went to college, and I was coaching high school at the time. And uh, the girls would be like, "Where do you live?" And I'd be like, "Here in Escondido. Yeah, oh, you do you have roommates?" Like and I'm like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, I have two roommates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're uh,
1: and they go by Bill and yeah, Jared. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Felix and Rosa. They're pretty cool. Um, <laughs>
1: your dad's name's Felix too. <laughs> I'm the third. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna name your kid Felix?" heck no oh you i thought you were gonna say yes no really? i was gonna
0: say fuck no <laughs> oh,
1: i tell him all the time okay.
0: dude because sorry our, mom our, yeah, our, no, my mom doesn't care um, <laughs> sorry, dad. sorry dad uh i tell him all the time i'm like he'll get mail and he'll open my mail i'll be like dude what the hell or he'll be like hey why is your credit card bill so high or something, oh. something like that And i'm like dude that's not for you to check we'll put your middle initial on it and i'm like
1: oh because he thinks it's it <laughs> And you know, and you so get small. your own space. Yeah, because you know, I'm going through that too right now. Really? I so we moved in with my parents, and they are letting us. They gave us a time limit of how long we can live there for free, so we could save for a house. That's which hard. I I was so grateful, and still am very grateful for that because I know not everybody has that opportunity. And like you know, especially during right now when I'm not working, it's it's really saving us right now that yeah. we're able to like live there. Um, but I do struggle with the fact that I'm 25. And I'm living with my parents, but it's it's just such a normal thing. Like majority of my friends do, you know, especially girls, they do live with their parents because it's like, have you tried to buy a house right now? Have you looked? It's I've looked insane. Even rent, you cannot like. You I almost can't afford anything on one income. Yeah. You can't. So it's your. like you have to right now and it's sick too because we were listening to these stories of our parents coming over to Temecula and buying their house for like 90,000 or 125,000 and it just makes me want to throw up how long because ago? <laughs> like the 90s. Yeah. But or now, like the 80s but, but I'm like how like They're
0: still in Temecula it's like Four hundred thousand, five hundred. You go like south. That's
1: very expensive, though. Yeah. For people, especially you know, for people that make regular jobs, you know, forty, forty-five, fifty thousand dollars job, like that is really hard to qualify for a home for four hundred, yeah. five hundred thousand dollars. So right now, it's almost like it's really, really hard to get something unless you have multiple people with really good jobs, and you know, during the. I mean, I I am no expert, but I have heard that the market is going to crash. I don't know if that's true, but I've if heard. it is, you should hold off on buying because yeah, right now it is just it's a seller's market. That's, it really is. That's what I've heard. People, I have had three homes that were literally pulled out from under me because somebody paid cash. Damn. In the last month, and they're going to resell it. It's not a joke. And yeah, they're resell it. So it's just one of those things where it's like you got to do what you got to do right now, and I don't mind living with my parents yeah. because you know they're helping me they tell me all the time oh i wish my parents would have helped me like this so it's just one of those things it's a full circle you know i'm gonna have to take care of them when they're old anyway
0: yeah that's i i I think about that so i'm like you
1: know what i don't you know i'm very grateful and they're gonna need me like i need them right now
0: yeah and we're gonna be there for sure.
1: Exactly. My mom told me that if I ever put her in a home, she would come back and haunt me. But I would never do that because I know that those places aren't always the best, you, you know, know?
0: You know what's funny? She literally, she was like,
1: I'm not playing, Sarah. I'm serious. I'm like, okay.
0: My, my parents, uh, they're like 53 and 54, I think. Um, And I always, I always fuck with them. I'm like, when they first turned 50, I was like, five more years. <laughs>
1: it's like five more years yeah because my mom is obsessed with like ghost adventures like she (laughs) believes no but like for reals and i believe this too she believes in souls getting stuck which Mm -hmm. i think is you know totally a thing and so she's very concerned i believe in it that that yeah that that will happen to her so she tells me like okay wherever i die you have to have somebody come and bless that place and make sure i'm not stuck i literally told her i'm like how am i supposed to figure out if you're stuck
0: She'll and she's like i'll
1: send you a sign i'm like what if we're outside like what if you died outside
0: yeah.
1: she's like just bring somebody to that general area i'm like oh like, i'm serious these are the kind of conversations that we have because she's like you know
0: that's so funny dude
1: <laughs> she's so concerned so anyway i won't let her go to a home and i'll bless her death spot <laughs> there so she goes. these kind con- These this might seem like really morbid to people but these are the kind of oh. conversations you have to have with your parents like like, my, like we had to have that conversation and she also told me, you know, like if she wants to be, they want to be cremated and they want their ashes spread in the ocean in Hawaii because that's where my, my mom's from. Right. So I'm like, you know, I want to know that even though it's sad because obviously I don't want them to, what if God forbid something happens and then I don't even know if I'm supposed to cremate them or bury them or, yeah. I, mean, I mean, now we're at the point where like I'm a grown up and I, I have to make those decisions and I don't,
0: I don't, I don't want to decide yeah. for
1: somebody else if they're going to get buried or. Cremated that's such a personal decision.
0: Just thinking about that is like especially it, it's not even like someone else It's like
1: and you're yeah, your parents, mom like, like I don't even know if I want to be I don't know what I want to do
0: <laughs> Exactly, uh, you have a fiance.
1: I do have a fiance
0: and He is Where'd you meet him?
1: I met him through a mutual friend that we have
0: how long have you guys been together?
1: We have been like officially together for like a year and like almost a year and a half i think okay. like dating i think we started dating like last august nice and then um we but we had met like over the years before and been in the same place and we have been with other people and we like never talked and weren't friends or anything. But he Favorite, says that he dude. remembers me, I know me too. And he says, he's like, I remember you.
0: I'm a rom-com whatever. Yeah,
1: no, I, I know I'm an actual loser. But he's like, I remember you like in other places and I remember you being with your, your other boyfriend. Like he remembers, Damn. he totally remembers. And he remembers my outfit and all that stuff and I'm like, you're right. creeping well, on me yeah. hardcore. Cool, <laughs> well, I mean- well it was Halloween so technically I was wearing costume, it wasn't okay. just my outfit. Okay. But all right.
0: He's but like, I, blue jeans, you
1: know, <laughs> brown, I know, he's brown so belt. With me. No. no, I'm just kidding. And then I, um, the first time I ever talked to him, we were at that mutual friend's birthday dinner, and I saw him, like, across the table, and I remember, like, I was asking questions about him. And at that time, him and I had both lost a bunch of weight, both doing keto. So that was our conversation starter was keto because um well i I totally skipped over this but i'll go back to it but anyway that was like the way we started talking we we were like oh you did that diet oh me too and we like started talking about health and fitness and like working out and like you know that's a big thing that we like to do together is like we like to exercise together it's just a lifestyle thing for us that was just how we started talking and then and then we parted ways and ran into each other every month for like three months after that like random places and we were like okay we need to like talk you know so the (laughs) last so the (laughs) last place yeah actually (laughs) so the last place it was brunch and we i went to brunch to meet up with my friends and i didn't know he was going to be there Mm -hmm. and at this time he had ghosted me because we started texting the time before and then he stopped talking to me for like a month and we i just like deleted his number like i was just like whatever about it yeah and then we saw each other at brunch and i didn't want to talk to him because i was like oh this this dude is like this douche yeah just like whatever you know anyway that was the day we started dating and then i never stopped (laughs) talking to him after that we spent the whole day just like at brunch ignoring all our other friends and just like getting to know each other which eating
0: eggs with cheese and bacon
1: pretty much yeah we were at um shout out to 1909 down in old town oh yeah it's a great brunch place Place it's
0: really good um
1: yeah but anyway now he's my fiance so that's
0: awesome uh what was keto like i did keto
1: i liked it but it is not something that's sustainable for your life that's so bad um Dude. people have very different so experiences with it and all i have to say is you need to know your body don't listen to anybody else's story about i mean like listen to it but Don't think that that's how your body's gonna react because everybody's different. Yeah. And like my dad, so I got my dad on it after I did it. So I lost 50 pounds on it. And holy cow. mm -hmm, I used to be so, like, with depression and everything, like, I gained a bunch of weight and I went through like a pretty bad breakup and you know I had a couple of things happen and I was like okay I want to make a change in my life like I want to be healthy and happy inside and outside and I deleted all my social media I quit my job and I was like okay this is the time where I'm gonna like build myself and it was like a full transformation for me I started getting yeah I started getting all into like mental health I started 365 I got my first corporate job in marketing because I didn't I had the fear because I quit my job and I was like I am as a waitress, because I was like, I want to be more than that. Not that there's anything wrong with being a waitress, but yeah. I did that all through college. That way I could work in marketing and, you know, advertising and all these things I'm really passionate about. And I never did it. So I was like, I need to quit my job because otherwise I'm gonna get stuck, you know? And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go on keto because I wanted to like get really healthy. And I ended up losing <coughs> 50 pounds on that. And that was like my big transformation. You know, I got more into my faith and like that's how who I am right now. So this was like a couple years ago. That's awesome. And yeah, and then that's how back to that's how 365 was born.
0: Yeah. But Shout out to Keto.
1: Shout out to Keto. <laughs> no, I mean I really liked it. Um it was crazy because I wasn't even trying. I think it was a mix because like I said, I was going through a breakup which was really rough and i moved because i didn't want to be in that in the home i was in anymore i deleted all my social media i didn't want to hang out with my friends i quit my job it was like so many things at one time that i feel like the weight shed off so quickly because of all of that combined with the fact that i was doing keto so like for me i dropped like 30 pounds in like 3 to 4 weeks which is an excessive amount of weight. Wow. Like excessive. And I, that's why I was going to say, I think it had to do with the diet, but it also had to do with like the anxiety and you know, the moving and just all of those big life decisions that I was making at that time. And I don't weigh what I weighed when I dropped to my lowest because it was too low in my opinion. So I like went, I started my heaviest, I was 181. And then when I did keto, I went down to 131. And now I'm like 146. And like i'm the most comfortable right now because I'm like, you? You're I'm like five, five four,
0: five, four. Okay. so like
1: for me i'm the most comfortable in the 140s even like 150 i feel good i've always weighed more than i look like i weigh and uh-huh. like that's why it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all talking about weight because i'm like it's just a number you yeah. know it's about how i look in the mirror if i look in the mirror and i feel good and i you know i like what i see that's literally it i want to be happy and healthy it doesn't matter like don't let anybody tell you that it matters and I, you know, I went up in weight and now I I don't eat keto. I have like a balanced, I kind of found a middle, you know, like I I try to, I eat keto foods, like keto friendly foods. Like a lot of, I've gotten really into cooking. So I like to make keto meals because I like the low carb and the high protein, but that's because Mm -hmm. I work out. If you don't work out, you just have to adjust it to fit you, you know? And the biggest thing too, is if you do keto and then you stop and you start eating normal, you're you going to gain all that weight back. Dude, it's so fast. It's so fast. You have to be very careful. Yeah, because people don't no, like people don't understand because basically when you're on the keto diet, it's a high protein, high fat, low carb diet. And basically you're getting you're you're eating so much fat that your body it it's it's like shedding. It's so hard to explain, but it basically sheds fat because it's burning it so quickly and you don't store any fat on you yeah. and you know it just you're basically tricking your body to go into ketosis and it burns yeah. fat insanely fast i know i just said it like three times it's just i'm not a nutritionist i'm so not good at this you guys the, the, the <laughs>
0: quick way because i when i did it i lost i think 15 pounds which i yeah. i mean i'm not a very big dude no
1: 15 pounds is a lot on people yeah. yeah
0: um and that was in like a month uh and yeah
1: i used to be like way heavier
0: yeah, and I lost. I also lost muscle mass because mm-hmm. I just. That's just how it was. Um, but people were like, "Oh, how did you do it? How did?" And it's like you. You, eat, like for example, in the morning, I had eggs. I had six eggs. I had bacon. I had four pieces of bacon. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I would cook the bacon take the bacon out and then put the eggs in the bacon fat uh, of course and then so have, yeah and then have the side of an of an avocado and i wasn't hungry till like three or four
1: yeah like that would hold fasting me off. helps too exactly
0: mm-hmm. and then i would have the butter coffee so you have coffee and you put butter in it you whip it up
1: really yeah
0: you didn't do that no i used butter to coffee? put
1: protein shakes in my coffee oh so instead of creamer i would put flavored protein shakes like a chocolate one there you go Ten out of ten recommend that yeah. because you're literally drinking protein coffee yep. and it's good.
0: So I would do the I would do the butter coffee. So butter and MCT oil bulletproof mm, yeah. coffee. Whip it up. Apple
1: cider um, you Should take a shot of that. Oh, what?
0: Um, that's so gross. It's so good uh, for you. It's yeah, it's good for you, but it's like. Ew. Um, anyway. You did that
1: so good. I heard you swallow all the way down. Here oh. In my ear.
0: <laughs> it's loud. This thing's loud. It is. Um, yeah. So as you can as, as like you take away just breakfast and it's it's all fat so then your, yeah. since your body has no carbs then
1: it burns the fat on your body it
0: takes the energy from the fat so there then you boom you burn the fat uh, anyway
1: <laughs> coming uh, from two non-nutritionists <laughs> that was our best way to explain it sorry if it didn't sound educated i, mean, you know, I, I, I promise I, I know what i'm talking about I, I
0: listen to joe rogan so i know what i'm talking about Ugh. um <laughs> so we should
1: ask him to come on
0: I, he definitely would you know he would probably fly me out to texas because he's there now uh, oh my
1: gosh i would die i would love to be in a podcast with him just <laughs> in the same room with him i want to pick his brain
0: my mom tells me that uh jay balvin's gonna be on my jay balvin she's gonna he's gonna be on my pod she's like i'm telling you it's gonna Ooh, happen she's
1: speaking it into existence yeah
0: and i mean see
1: you have to do that you gotta speak i'm speaking it into existence right now that he will be on your show and so will joe rogan and i will be there as well well, because you're gonna invite me
0: you're gonna be like
1: (laughs) i'm gonna be waiting for the call and be like yes i will be there
0: (laughs) i'm just gonna call you and be like on my way absolutely yeah anyway (laughs) um how does your fiance handle all this because that's one of the biggest things is is having that relationship where I'm I'm open about it now. I'm like, look, I have my off days, and this is what I need on my off days, and it's gonna happen. I have an off week, or I'm super stressed at work. Yeah, you know, this is what I I I need or don't need. So
1: this is a great question because I people that struggle with mental illness and or with their mental health, you will find that it is you are very different with every partner that you have, Mm -hmm. and some you know will trigger you, and some will help you and everybody does something different for you, you know, but you have to find somebody that's so supportive and open to the fact that they might not know what you're going through, but they get it, you know? And I mean, he's, he's great. I have been, you know, I've been in a, in a few different relationships and I have come to find that, um, I, it's insane before david his name is david my fiance. shout out to david shout out to david before i met him i never thought that i would find anybody that would be so understanding and so supportive of even my off days because that's just who i am you know and he's just like i couldn't have even dreamed him up like if i tried he's like you know whatever i'm going through it's he knows the boundaries you know so he gives me the are you okay first and like if i'm not you know he asks me like do you need my help or like do you want to do it on your own like if i'm having a panic attack or you know i i if i'll tell him like hey i want to be left alone or like yes i i want you to come you know in here and comfort me and it's really all about communication you know and for him to be super understanding that like I'm gonna have those days and those moments and those episodes and things and that's just like who I am and the fact that he accepts that I think it's easy because it's not like he's sitting there going oh here she goes you know it's more like more like oh okay you're upset like are you okay can I help you like what do you need and like that's what somebody like me needs you know I can't be with somebody that's oh, well then why don't you just call me when you're done? Or why don't you just, you know what I mean? Like you have to be with somebody that is gonna get through it with you. Sorry. No, it's
0: okay. I'm like fixing my, I kept hearing myself like, like breathe, yeah, and I was like, oh, I gotta turn it down because I'm breathing heavy.
1: Oh no, it's fine. Like a fat dude. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, but.
0: Anyway, he's really good.
1: (laughs) So (laughs) but No, you just, you absolutely have to find somebody that is open and understanding and gets it. Because, or not even that, but just being like open to the idea of not understanding. Because then you can explain it to them. Right. You know, because he doesn't, he doesn't feel, he doesn't really struggle with that, with depression or anything. Like, sure, he feels anxiety sometimes, but like a normal person does. You know, when he... Just at random times or when something triggers him or he's had too much coffee or like, you know, like he'll have anxiety at random times, but he's not like an anxious person. So like for him, you know, I have tell, I guess I have like tells. So like little things I'll do like with my arms or something, you know, when I'm feeling anxious and he'll just like reach over and he'll be like, are you okay? dang and i'll be like and i'll be like david
0: you stud
1: i know that's sweet i mean come on that's why i said yes to marrying him he's like i know he's he's, the man he is the man david
0: david your favorite he's i know
1: he's the best that's awesome he likes to just be like chill and like he really is he's just so chill he's just like like you do your thing like you need me you call me like just so calm and like wants to come and be a part of it but he doesn't ever want to be on the camera he wants to be like behind it which is fine Yeah, But like, I like, I mean, cause I like to be behind it. So I like to use him as like a muse, but he doesn't really want to be, he wants to be behind it more in front.
0: Just behind the scenes.
1: Yeah. Cause I know like if I ever do, cause like I'm trying to start a channel as well and talking about like mental health and stuff on YouTube and he's in a couple of videos and stuff, but you know, sometimes he just like, he just says like he would rather it be me or like he'll film me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I try not to (laughs) embarrass him and get him all into this speaking out life you know
0: right so i want to kind of i want to kind of end on this um what let's let's go back to to 365 um we've been talking for so long i didn't even realize i know it's been talking it's only been like 58 minutes ish um what what are some resources out there for i don't know i don't even know if you have this answer because i always kind of
1: of course I did. Of course you
0: did. thank God, okay. But I, I should I, get
1: my phone so I could read all the it. ones yeah, I yeah. wanna read, but.
0: Grab it, so, while you grab that, I'm actually, the reason I'm, I'm asking is, um, excuse me, oops, is, uh, cause I've always, I've always kinda told people, hey, this is what you should do, and this is from my experience, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and what I think is blah, 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 and I've always kinda wanna have, like, an expert in this stuff, um, I actually told my therapist that I wanted her on and, oh, yeah. and she it's was so
1: fun to have doctors. On yeah, has to talk about things <laughs>
0: and she was like down that. shout out to Judy, but, um, <laughs> Judy. She, you know, she's a little older right now, uh, or right now she's a little older. Um, so she's, she's kind of, mm. kind of keeping her distance. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to kind of get her on, on FaceTime and hoping that it works because oh. sometimes our, our internet connections aren't the best. I mean, the internet connection here at local hub is incredible check it out localhub.ist localhub.com um but hers kind of cuts out sometimes you the plug anyway <laughs> so what are what are some some good resources for, um, for mental health
1: well i mean first of all there are so many different things but here let me find this list that i have i don't want to say all the wrong things you know or not all the wrong things but right. i don't want to say anything wrong
0: right no i feel it what, what are you kind of pulling up right now? is?
1: Um, well, first of all, I wanted to start it with the, it's called, it's S-A-M-H-S-A. I think people pronounce it SAMSA. Okay. I don't know. Actually, I'm, I'm probably wrong. But it's the national helpline, basically. So pretty much it's just a 24-7, 365 day a year treatment referral and information service hotline that you call. And it's in English and Spanish. Um, the number for that is 1-800-662-HELP um there's also nami you know which is um the national hold on let me get all these lists up i kind of want to do this again <laughs> can we start over
0: <laughs> i told you i don't cut anything out
1: you better not put this on there okay, just hold on. just spell
0: it out it's fine it's the awesome. national
1: alliance on mental health okay and the information for that that's a nonprofit, which is an oceanside actually um and they have a phone number to See, he put me on the spot, guys, that's
0: why. <laughs> I know, we didn't, we didn't plan
1: this. <laughs> okay, NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They are located in Oceanside. Um, they have a thing, but they're originally, I think, from Virginia. But their phone number is 703-524-7600. Um, other you know, resources, like on Instagram, that you can look up is the Jed Foundation, the Trevor Project, um it gets better mental health america talk space better help there's online counseling that you can do um i think that one is i think that one is BetterHelp. better
0: help better yeah, help yeah is
1: the online counseling um
0: that's on all the other podcasts
1: oh yeah and then there's mental health coalition heads together child mind institute um there's a couple that i have too um for there's like black owned um, that I really like I really liked saying these but they're mental health resources for for black people but it, they're run by black americans which i think people really like that because they feel like they can by relate yeah. yeah so it's dive in well um therapy for black girls inclusive therapists the Nat ministry so there's like so many other resources but actually if you want to find out more you can um uh, visit 365 letters from mom
0: <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> Sorry, i forgot it. to plug myself <laughs> plug it. that's fine that's fine um
1: since you put me on the spot i have a it, i sound a lot more educated when i'm able to um you know, write down what I'm going to say before I say it <laughs> instead of just being told to speak. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. So I do it though. guys, help. I really do know what I'm talking about. You help I swear. people swear. Yeah. Um, come visit me online. Send me a DM. If you ever need anybody to talk to, where can I'm, people find you? They can find me on Instagram, on Facebook. They can also find me on the phone. Um, you can reach out to this guy and he will give you my phone number because really? Yes absolutely because i am not playing around like i wish that there were times that i could talk to somebody like when i was younger and i didn't have that so if anybody ever needs that which is funny because you'd be surprised i have had people do that i've wrote that before and i have like at least two people that i know of that are my internet friends and we only talk about when we have anxious days like she'll message me and be like, "I'm struggling today because she doesn't have anybody to talk to in her house." That's cool. Yeah, so it's like it's little things like that. You know, you can if I can help one person, you
0: just like gave I, me an idea. Did I?
1: Yeah, you did. Okay, well I better get credit whenever you do it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Shout out to Sarah. <laughs> Shout out to Sarah.
0: <laughs> whenever I, I message someone back, I'll be like, "Shout out to Sarah," and they're like, "No, like, I, who, but who yeah,
1: if, you know, you have to be just like open." And I'm always here to talk. I love talking about this. I feel like. I could have kept going for five more hours, um, you know. I can't too, but I, I was all over the place, so I mm-hmm. feel like maybe I, we didn't really like stick on one subject, but we never do. No, pretty much. I mean, I would love to do this again with you, whenever one day if we'll we come will. back and have like a specific talk about mental health. Maybe we should do like people ask questions and then we answer them.
0: That's a good one. I'd like love to have your your, your mom on too. Oh,
1: she would love it. Yeah, she would, would love, love to do that.
0: Yeah, because yeah, we we, we, do that. Well, we don't really I, th- I feel like we're the generation that always speaks about it but we don't have the i don't want to call your mom old no but it,
1: the whole point of it was to have an intergenerational approach because intergenerational. people yeah because people in our parents generations you know like 40s 50s 60s they were raised by most of them were raised by people that didn't want to talk about it yeah. i don't want to like generalize but i feel like our grandparents generation they were like really hush hush yeah, like about were. that kind of stuff you know it was like a like it was like almost taboo to talk about like yep. if you were feeling like that and i think i don't know what this blows my mind because it's like i don't understand you know how many things could go wrong with your body you know how many like different illnesses and disabilities we have like how can you tell me that our brains like the most complex part of us don't have something wrong you know what i mean like not everyone is going to be completely perfect and their brain isn't going to develop the same like yeah. just because we can't see it doesn't mean that there isn't something there and something that needs to be treated or something that, you know, is like hard for somebody. So right. talking about it and getting help is like such a normal thing that they just weren't t- taught. Yep. So anyway, she really likes talking about it now and she wants to help other parents parent their children in a way where they're like more open because you have, somebody has to make the change, yeah. you know, when you're, house and it's gonna be me so well now it was (laughs) us because i told her i'm like i can't live like this and she's like you know what you're right why are we not talking about this yeah and then her and i like made that switch together so you be the change guys
0: i've yeah i've had that conversation with my parents where i'm just kind of (sighs) like you know and i'm like they're like are you okay and i'm like no but i don't really want to talk about it i'm not i do want to talk about like you know and and of course parents get especially hispanic parents they get very like well, yes, why cultures, are you talking to me? Why are you right? Uh-huh. You know, and cultures,
1: it's like, it's, culturally, it's very different. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or you're not allowed to feel that way. Well, because um,
1: like I have a friend, Hannah, actually. oh, I probably shouldn't have said her name.
0: Oh. Sorry, babe. Hannah uh, it, Blacksmith.
1: It's not a big deal. I'm sure she would love me talking about it, honestly. But, like, I mean, she told me that, too. Like, you know, in different cultures, because, like, she's Filipino as well. Like, like not as well. They... <laughs> am I, feel, am I you're Dino? not I think it's because for some reason I thought I was thinking Mexican no. and then, anyway <laughs> but like with different cultures it's just different you know like talking openly about that stuff uh-huh. and like you know I, I was gonna keep her I'm not it's not a big deal it's fine what because I didn't keep her anonymous
0: I, I think she'll be fine yeah she'll be okay she's on the, she's on the internet I want to have them on I want to have Lumatera on dude.
1: She would love come on. to come on here, and you know what? I'm gonna plug her as well. Again, she also has another side business where she rerouted. It's called Rerouted Home, and she is the cutest thrifter. And she goes out to thrift shops and finds like the cutest stuff, and then she goes on her page and she like you know yeah. has it available for everybody to buy and it's she's just so sweet and so cute and
0: her boyfriend loves her like crazy and i freaking Brandon love
1: it. is the best shout out
0: shout out to hannah and, and their dog Brandon. bailey we're, yeah. we're like shouting out to all of our
1: friends <laughs> we're just
0: loving on them they yeah. don't even know no they um, will know
1: they better know they better i'm gonna know. send this to them and if they don't watch it all the way to the end and know i talked about them then i'm cutting them as friends yeah
0: that's true that's true. all right <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up um i've got some birthday celebrations this is coming out next week oh yeah happy
1: birthday shout out to you
0: thank you um i was just saying actually i'm gonna finish on this um because i like to have the last word uh, <laughs> just kidding um that's so toxic <laughs> i i think this is the first year where i'm actually i'm excited for my birthday i, I was usually like in my teen years that was that that person that was like oh my birthday's are stupid mm-hmm. then kind of like when i grew up i was like okay i'm not really big into birthdays but if someone wants to celebrate me they can go ahead and do that, that's fine, and I'll have fun. This year I feel like I've been kind of reflecting more and <clears throat> just kind of realizing like where I am now and where I was before, where I'm going, um, and just kind of living in the moment and 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 being like, Man, 26 years, like that's that's so dope. And I've mm-hmm. had 26 like happy years and sad nice. years, and it's it's the growth. I'm stoked. Yeah. And I'm and I'm just like, I'm on cloud nine right now. Hopefully this isn't a manic episode, but, um, no, I, <laughs> you know, kidding. it's not because
1: I, the older we're getting, you like yourself more. Yeah. I mean, at least I would hope that yeah. you are trying to like yourself more because you're man. trying to yeah. be, you're trying to be a better person <laughs> right. and like the best version of yourself, you know, the older you get, like you want to be proud Big time. of who you are.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, happy birthday to me. Um, Sarah, thanks so much for being on. I appreciate you coming all the way from Carlsbad, Oceanside, Temecula, Temecula. holy shit. <laughs> Shoot.
1: Yeah, I came all the. I know. Shoot, Jeez, look dude. at me. I was making an effort.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate you coming down. Um, you're definitely going to be on again, and, and we'll ask some questions Thank for you. you. We'll ask some questions for for your mom, and and um, yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. Thanks so much for being on. Thanks
1: for
0: having me. Uh, for the rest of you, you can find Sarah at Sarah Kramer, right?
1: On Instagram. On Instagram, it's Sarah underscore Kramer.
0: Okay, My bad. <laughs> and <laughs> then, um, what's your your nonprofit?
1: It's at 365lettersfrommom on Instagram and Facebook. And eventually I'm going to start a YouTube channel. But We'll get there. We'll get there. I'll, I'll give one you, day at a time. I'll give you some pointers. We're maybe doing the best I can. Yeah. We all are right now during exactly. this time.
0: Exactly. But now's the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Now's not. the time. Okay. Um, you can follow me at Mayorka Media on Instagram. Um, I just posted. I feel like I don't plug myself enough. I plug everyone else. But no,
1: you just got I just, I just
0: posted a, um, a new wedding video. Um, on my YouTube, go check it out. Let me know what you think. I honestly think it's probably one of my best works. Um, it's a two, it's a beautiful couple, Taylor and Neil. Um, the venue was incredible uh, and I'm, I'm super proud of it. And it's the first time I've worked with a team. I'm actually starting a wedding team. Um, and shout out to Frankie and Alexis and they did an incredible job and um, just editing was so seamless and it was it was just so much fun to, to shoot and to edit. So go check that out on my YouTube, um, Taylor and Neil's Wedding. Uh, and yeah, give me a follow, subscribe. Um, what's the thing? Uh, comment.
1: Comment like subscribe?
0: Nah, for the podcasts. <laughs> oh. It's like rate. Sub- I think you just rate it. Rate, subscribe and leave a review.
1: You should really get that down if you want to be a professional podcaster. I know. You and I, have to, I know. yourself right now. <laughs> and <laughs> and I have me. To,
0: and I have to write it down. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye,
1: guys.
0: That was so... we started off so good.
1: I liked it. <laughs>